Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business podcast, where we talk to interesting people about life and business. We cover their backgrounds, obstacles they've encountered, and find out what drives them. Along the way, our guests share nuggets you can use to drive your success. Reach me directly, D-A-M-O-N at ExitYourWay.us, or check out our website, ExitYourWay.us, for more information. I hope you enjoy our show. All right, everyone, welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I'm your host, Damon Pastolka, and I am so excited today for my guest, Debbie Myers from SKCAC Industries and Employment Services. Debbie, so happy to have you here today. Thank you, Damon. I appreciate you um, taking the time to introduce SCAC to the world. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, because there's not many times that I get to talk about uh, businesses, nonprofits, whatever you talk about, that are helping people with disabilities like you guys do. And I really wanted to be able to highlight the great work you're doing, A, in the local Kent community, and then for others outside the community, hopefully in those people that don't live in the area where, where you could potentially help them, they're thinking about looking for those same places in their communities then, and where they could contribute or they could have a good symbiotic relationship with a business like yours. So let's start a little bit with, first of all, with SKCAC's background. Can you kind of tell me, you know, how did it get started? Who thought it up? What was going on? Oh, thank you. Well, and thanks for having me in. Um, so uh, I will tell you that I've been with SPAC for a long time. And and so I tell the history um, before me, but um, SPAC's been in business um, as a nonprofit uh, since 1967. So wow. I haven't been here that long, but I've been here quite a while. And so I feel like I've grown up through um, through the changes at SCAC. But uh, in 1967, um, families came together. Their adult children had graduated uh, from the public school system and didn't know what they would do as adults. But they had some skills and they wanted to figure out, was there a day program or work or something that people could do? And so um, SCAC started as South King County Activity Center um, because this group of parents came together, formed the nonprofit, and said, you know, what can our kids do? And mm -hmm. um, they started out with activities of daily living, um, you know, learning to ride the bus, doing um, things, you know, that you would want to learn to be in the community. But um, right away they got a, a contract uh, to do, um, to clean and retip headsets for Northwest Airlines. And so people my age might remember what what those headsets look like, yeah. where younger people have not a clue. But yeah. it, it used to just be a tube, a plastic tube with rubber tips on the end that you put in and the, you know, the sound traveled through the tube yeah. uh, that you plugged in on the airlines. And so we cleaned and retipped those for 25 years. Um, as a, our biggest contract with Northwest Airlines. And so right away, you know, families, um, of course, 
weren't as um, involved in, in the process then and, you know, hired an executive director and, of course, had people running the program. But uh, people were working. People with severe disabilities were able to work and um, get good work and uh, work, you know, four to six hours a day and, and uh, come to our facility and learn to be um, employees. And then, it, so it was a training facility. And then um, we started to help people to get jobs in the community. And um, over the years, um, you know, now I'm fast forwarding, but um, over the years, you know, really have changed our focus and support people to work in businesses throughout our area and supported employment is the title for how we look at um, placing people in jobs with businesses that are willing to hire people with disabilities to do maybe not the full job description, but work with us to customize or figure out what helps their their um, business. And then uh, people are good employees. Uh, we yeah. support that ongoing. We don't go away after the placement. We stick around and we provide training. We provide the supports that's necessary. Um, and we, we stick with folks. Um, and like I said, I fast forwarded through you know, 50 some years, uh, we also have, continue to have a packaging and assembly facility. We no longer do um, the headsets for Northwest Airlines. Um, actually, when when they started using electronic, um, you know, the wires would get mm -hmm. so tangled that it was cheaper to make new ones than to have us clean them because we couldn't untangle them. Yeah. So. Yeah. That went away, but we do other airline work um, for the catering companies, for for Alaska Airlines and others, and and um, of course that's taken you know its toll during COVID. But um, we're hoping to get that work back. But we still have a full packaging and assembly facility uh, located in Kent, and and we do local work, but we also um, do work for uh, companies and you know, North Carolina and Florida and other places that drop ship to us and we fulfill their orders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit because I think that's, that's really important to give people a good idea of the breadth and the types of work that you can really help them with because in, because you have a facility, I mean, you, you, you give a business a lot of options. If they want employees on site and they're, and they would like to look at a customized job description or customizing the opportunity for your employees so that your employees can be successful and they can be successful. That's one way you serve and help people. <clears throat> but the second way is because you have the facility, people can either bring product to you and you can do light assembly, light manufacturing kind of things or, or you know, those types of things. And I'll let you explain it better than I. But those are the two kinds of ways that you're you're helping people get their uh, um, with their job opportunities, correct? <coughs> okay. Yeah, so we, yeah, it's twofold. We 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 still do employ people with disabilities in our own manufacturing and and uh, facility, but um, our focus, our nonprofit mission-based focus, is to to. Um, help people to find jobs in the community in other businesses. Okay. Okay. Really good. Really good. So what are some of the businesses where you see the most success for placing employees? Where have you had the most success 
uh, overall? Is there a type of business? Is there a, you know, or, or have you seen it across the board or where have you seen your best success? Well, so, you know, I, I will tell you for, for many years, um, there were limited opportunities for people with, uh, especially people with severe disabilities that end, mm -hmm. you know, ended up, I would, I, I don't want to say that because it's valuable work and people uh, work hard and, but we ended up, you know, doing a lot of janitorial work, uh, uh, doing, you know, um, grounds maintenance kinds of work, um, those kind of things, a lot of grocery stores, that kind of thing, which is all very good work. And we so appreciate that. We have people working in Safeways and, and Fred Meyer and, and um, we have people that sweep at our, our stadiums here in Seattle for the Mariners okay. and Seahawks and sound nice. games. And, and it's good work. Uh, people sweep during the games, um, you know, so the, those are all good opportunities. We also have people that um, have really wanted to work in other types of businesses and manufacturing and um, offices. We have people working, um, you know, doing office work and um, a variety of um, um, opportunities. We have one man who has very limited um, physical ability that works um, solely from home um, using his computer to um, actually communicate and to um, be a policy coordinator for um, for an advocacy group for the state of wow. Washington. So, you know, it, it really runs the gamut of, yeah. of um, just like you and your neighbors or people that you know, uh, we all work in different fields and uh, we look for those opportunities in every business. Um, lots of people working at Amazon right now, but mm -hmm. those are physical jobs that, you know, I will say for, for some of our older job seekers, you know, physically, you know, it's just like, we would, I, I'm not probably going to have packages, um, as well as I did, you know, 20 years ago. So yeah, yeah. we look yeah. to, to, to continue on that spectrum with people as they have worked maybe at a grocery store for 15 years and now they're ready to do something different and they they want to you know work in a movie theater or you know i it's just yeah. open to what we you know any business that's ready to talk to us we're ready to help them to figure out where people can work and what they can do well this is, this is so interesting because we were talking before we got on and and you said that for people with disabilities, it's about a 70% unemployment rate, right? And so if that's the case and everybody under the sun has a we're hiring sign in their window now, this is something that, that could be an untapped resource that people really should be listening or should be considering because uh, let's face it, restaurants can't open on days grocery stores i heard that what the heck was someone saying something about a six flags location wasn't going to be open a couple days a week because of this i mean come on this let's let's be smart here if we have if we have a workforce that's ready able and and willing uh but we just have to put a little work into it it's it's well worth it yeah and, and you know even i so appreciate you saying that because i think businesses you know we hear a lot about you know and we too have trouble hiring right and you think about this untapped resource 
that, um, you know, in every state in the United States, there's a vocational rehabilitation state agency. It's mandated from the federal government. Okay. And every employer could reach out to their vocational rehabilitation in the state of Washington. It's the Department of Vocational Rehabilitation. And find okay. out where to find organizations like SCAC to to hook them up with people with disabilities for yeah. employees. So yeah, because yeah, thank you for bringing that up. As you were talking about this, I mean, what you're what you're really doing, and, and you said uh, before we got on a couple things, and I want to I want to bring this up, and I'm going to call some businesses out here because I think there's a lot of stuff that gets talked about, but. Uh, people with disabilities get left behind because you mentioned this and this really had home, hit home to me. It says, we talk about inclusion. We talk about diversity. We talk about all these people should have rights. Everybody should have rights, mm -hmm. but who talks about the people with disabilities? We don't hear that. We don't hear that. And we need to be listening to that. We need to be thinking about that because as we were just discussing, if there's 70% unemployment in a, in a group of people, that could help your business out and you want to be more inclusive, you want more diversity, this is a great way to do it. And like, like you said, it, it, it may, it will require some work more than likely to customize the job description for this person to be able to have, have them do the work and do an effective job. And they, and, uh, but again, in a lot of places, it means either being able to be open and do something you need to do to make money or not. And if you have employees that are, and we were talking about this before we were on, if you have an employees or a group of employees that are overworked, what if you re-engineered re what they're doing to help hire some people with disabilities to assist in whatever way was appropriate to offload some work from them to be able to do more with the people you had. I mean, it, it just, it, it makes zero sense to me that your door is, and your phones aren't lighting up and your emails not filling up with people all over the Kent Valley. If anyone wants to know where SKCAC is, it's in Kent, Washington. And there, there are, you know, Literally, as we, before we got on, with three miles within three miles of your facility, I am sure there are a thousand job openings that that your people that you're trying to help find gainful employment. Employers want good employees. If they were if 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 they were able to come to you and work together, you could you could probably fill all the people that you have that would would. Uh, be able to that you would want to place would be in in places of employment so i need to take you with me when i go out pounding the pavement no i just i, I tell you're, you i there's there, there's some of the stuff that just a it makes me crazy i mean i it makes me crazy uh i last uh, a couple days ago i had a gentleman on the show that that entrepreneur does a business he he he's a apple uh, he buys and sells Apple devices, buys them, refurb used ones, refurbishes them and, and resells them or upgrades them, that kind of thing. And uh, we, we were talking about uh, underserved children and because one of his philanthropic causes is he gives away, he upgrades devices and people can send him their devices rather than selling him the device. They can say, OK, here's my iPad. I don't want it anymore. Refurbish it and give it to somebody. 
Oh. And and he's got a whole process. I mean, I, I get passionate about this stuff because we're sitting here today. We're, we're sitting here today. We can't hire people, everybody under the sun. And I mean, how many people do you talk to a day? I talk to a day. All my friends talk to anybody in business. They say we can't hire people, can't hire people. But we're not looking at people with disabilities. They, and I mean, you're, you're in Kent. They could help you. There's, like you said, call the vocational rehabilitation department in, in Washington State. They could get them at the local resources. I know there's people north, there's people south, there's people east. There's, there's places to go to find people to help because that is how you can solve some of your labor problems. Yeah, I think, I think really if, if businesses, you know, and, and we need to get that word out there and I appreciate you you know, taking this platform to do that because really employer employers are in a tough spot right now. Yeah. And we can't get to everyone to help them out. But, you know, if they start knowing that these resources are out there and that there are people that actually want to go to work and are ready to work and have supports that come with them, and yeah. we make it pretty easy. We, we help develop the job. We help, um, support the person to to with the training and we stick around um, as long as the employer feels like we really need to be there to help the person to be successful and a lot of times that's a while but you know sometimes it's rather quick i told you yeah. about someone i was with last night that you know she was doing fine by the end of her shift so it yeah depends. yeah and that's the thing i think that that the the hesitation or the unknown factor in it. I mean, we have to get that dispel that because you're there with your people out there helping those employees be successful in those businesses until the employer is comfortable with that situation. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, I mean, you don't get that with somebody else you hire off the street. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's, uh, I, I just think it's I think it's a win-win. I, I look at what you're able to do in the community. I mean, the how many how many people have you helped to place? This is just one. How many people have you helped to place? You think over the the time that you've been at SKCAC? Oh my gosh. Well, um, I should probably know those statistics to be on a show like this, but um, you know uh, we have about 125 people right now currently in our is uh -huh. actively either job seeking or in jobs and. And, you know, I've been with SCAC for 40 years. <laughs> so, yeah. So in that time, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of people be successful. Um, you know, I, we're still working with some people that have actually retired. We have a, a small retirement program as well to help people to stay connected after yeah. they are done working and they, uh, we connect them to the senior centers and other activities. Wow. I wish I would have known about your guy with the um, Apple products um, at donations. We, during COVID, really had a difficult time reaching a lot of our participants um, and wanted to continue with job seeking, at least, you know, building resumes and doing activities um, to, you know, for people to be ready to work when, when COVID was over. And so we ended up buying um, several Chromebooks for people to yeah. be able to, people didn't have devices. Yeah. Then yeah. of course we found out even in, you know, 
where we're at near Seattle and, you know, these areas that people didn't have internet access. So, yeah. you know, it would have been cool to be able to yeah. connect with him, but now people are getting back to work and giving me back the, the Chromebooks. I'll have a little pile of Chromebooks. There you go. There you go. Well, I think so. So you've been at this more than a, more than a week or so. And mm-hmm. what, what really brings you back every day? What, why is it that you just love? I mean, cause you, honestly, you got to love it to be there, be there a, a bit over a week like you have. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, it, it really is the people and, um, and the people that, you know, people and their families and to see, you know, what it, what families go through, um, in supporting, um, their child, their, you know, adult child to just be included in, in our communities, just like everyone else. And, you know, when I first came to SCAC, I, you know, I was fresh out of college. I, you know, I was just going to get some experience and move on, whatever. <laughs> That's yeah. how you always think, you know, when you're, when you know everything. And I got here and I, you know, I just saw the potential in people and the businesses that we work with and, and just saw that um, we could do more for more people. And I've always wanted to do more. Um, and I think that, you know, we continue to, to um, evolve, you know, just like any, you know, we used to do on site, everyone was segregated here at our facility, but that was a step, right? It was a stepping stone to, you know, the, the community where people are now working in Amazon and city of Kent and Duke's Chowder House and you know, mod pizza and all the places where people work and are successful. And, you know, that, that just keeps me going every day. And, and just what you were saying is there's so many employers that just don't know the resource or, you know, that there's people with disabilities that want to work. They're good employees Mm -hmm. show up. You know, you hear that too, that, you know, employers have trouble finding people that'll show up the next day, let alone, you know, on time and next week, you know, the biggest trouble our folks have about showing up is transportation. So if they have limited transportation, we work with them on that as well. But Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, a job seeker with SCAC is going to have the supports to show up the next day and the next day, and they're going to keep back and, um, even through the pandemic, we had people, you know, essential workers, Amazon, Safeway, all the different, you know, essential workers. We were there. They were there. Awesome. Awesome. So inside your facility now, I want to I want to highlight what you guys do there, too, because I think that's a real opportunity that many uh, manufacturers in the area don't understand or or don't consider because, OK, say they don't really have the opportunity to put someone to work from SCAC that's that's looking at that stuff. And and but they might have an opportunity to offload some work into your facility that does the same thing by doing that. So what are some of the kinds of things that you guys do in the facility there that, that we could share with the folks today? Yeah. So uh, we do all types of packaging assembly and fulfillment 
um, we sort of specialize in sort of some of the man manual packaging and assembly mm -hmm. uh, or labeling things that you you know uh, we start out sometimes with small businesses that you know people have been putting stuff together in their dining room or their garage and they want yeah. to go a little bigger and we take on those projects and get that work out the door for them but then um, we also work with large manufacturers and there's a piece of something that they do that they just need it done um you know through whether it's kitting or um you know wire harnessing uh we you know there's some work we do on drain hoses that it's this one little coupling that has to yeah you know be put on the end that a machine can't do and you know those kinds of things uh are good with you know we're good to do those but we also um we do a lot of shrink wrap um we have some a large um productive shrink wrap machine that um that one person can operate and run a lot of of, of work mm -hmm. through we um we also do a lot with um box manufacturers uh, putting you know cardboard bundles together, those kinds of things. So okay. you can think of kidding and and um, and then fulfilling orders, you know, the order, the materials are drop shipped to us and then we can fulfill orders for um, for their customers. And so yeah, it's really a variety, but we have um, kind of that little, you know, groove that we're in that we can can do the some some of the manual things that um, that you know mm -hmm. still take a person to do, I guess is what I want to say. Yeah, yeah, no, it's I understand what you're saying. Um, hey, I've been in in facilities like yours, and uh, I, I think that's it's a very a very valuable thing. I mean, we used to, I can remember years ago, and some of the companies that I ran. I mean, when we weren't in an area where we could do this we we actually had employees would take home stuff and you know take <laughs> these five things that have to go into a bag together yeah. or um you know you got a bundle two or three things together and uh and it's really what you can do is you can take those five things they can be put together just like you want and it could be set in the package alongside the rest of the stuff like that they ship to you too. And then, like you said, it's palletized and goes off to a distribution center and, and away you go. And you even mentioned too, that because of the location near the Seattle port, you guys have things that come in from offshore repackage that as well. Right. We, we receive um, for um, a company in North Carolina, um, we receive their um, cargo through the yep. port here, and then you know, then all that you know, they just everything's just in boxes on the containers, and then we palletize, label, and prep it for their to distribute here in in the okay. this area. So yeah, yeah, they need, they yeah, need us to be on this side of you know. That's yeah. What we do that. Yeah, and then and that's that brings up a good uh, good other point that I just thought of as you said that I know a lot of manufacturers are are uh, products are made offshore, 
and say I'm going to be putting these things in an FBA kind of location with Amazon and they may not quite be labeled right. That might be a good thing where, where you put the right barcode labels on them so they can be received by the the Amazon FBA locations across the United States. I know it's a big, in some of the clients, the e-commerce clients I had, that was, um, it was quite a process to actually, if you're to get your supply chain changed over and your packaging changed correctly. And, and sometimes it's not the option for the, the person buying the product because it may be sold to 17 different companies around the globe, but you still can't get your packaging or your products into an Amazon FBA location without the right UPC code. So right. yeah, a lot, a lot of that. of that kind of um, rework, I, you know, sort of how it looks when it comes, you know, at, or it's even to the point where, um, the customer needs it to have 12. Uh, we just did a, a job not too long ago that was 12 little cards within this holder that was inside of a, already in a box, but they put 10. Mm. You know, what do you do then, right? You can't start fresh. It just took, you know, two months to come across the water. Yeah. And so they hired us to open those boxes, put two more cards in close those boxes, palletize, label, and get them back out. And yeah. we're able to do, you know, rather than start fresh. Yeah. Um, with something that, you know, so those kind of rework things um, are great for us as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Because it's, it, uh, these are just great examples, I think, of how you're helping companies stretch their labor further, ex be an extension of their labor that really gives them more capacity and also pretty much saves their bacon in some cases because, you know, like you said, you'd have to start all the way over and that might take two months to get it here where you, you're able to rework it and, and, and get it out to the customer like they need. So on outsourcing during this time when, when businesses are having a hard time finding employees, outsourcing is definitely an option that we can, can help with. Yes. Yes, that's for sure. And so if, if people are just listening now, I'm talking with Debbie Myers from SKCAC uh, Industries and Employment Services in Kent, Washington. I want to make sure everybody knows where it's at, because if you are looking for employees, the SKCAC will help you um, provide opportunities for people with disabilities in your business, or there may be work that you want them to, to complete. Uh, as part of your business that could help your employees do more inside your company. So I think that I want to just say one more time again, there is a 70% unemployment in the population of people with disabilities. I think it's a wonderful opportunity for people to take the initiative to work with someone like you guys to customize the job duties or look at what you can do in your facility to help the company produce more or do get achieve their goals because um the job market's not going to change anytime soon i mean we're not producing we're not producing more people somehow magically coming to to fulfill all these jobs i mean it's it's going over time we'll figure out what we're going to do but um this is a, a, a good, solid, long-term solution. And like you said, you, you are there helping the employee, the, the employee 
with the training, making sure they're successful in those businesses, and you work with the employer until the employer is comfortable that that employee is going to be able to handle their their job duties successfully. Yeah, that's what that's what we that's what we do, and there is no charge to the individual job seeker or the employer. Yeah, it is um, it, it is supported by our our state and county funds. So, nice. Uh, our nice. work is is to help people to be employees and to become taxpayers and yeah. you know it all works out right yeah yeah oh it <laughs> does i mean whole gamut <laughs> yeah yeah it's i mean it's, it's it's incredible really because listen you're you're helping people and you're helping businesses and you're do, doing a great thing for the community i mean because if resources weren't available for you, it, at least the, the people that you can help find opportunities are in those opportunities. They probably wouldn't be otherwise. Yeah. So even though you want to help more today, you've helped an awful lot already. Yeah. That's the one thing I want to say. Because we all look at, oh, we aren't doing enough. But we sometimes just got to say we've done a lot and not be thankful for that and, and move forward and try to do better. But I do have one question for you that I think you're probably not going to think that I would ask you. If you had one, no limits, what what would you really like to see for SKCAC to be able to do? With no limits, huh? Um, yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, yeah. Good question. Um, I mean, is it, do you think that, you know, we look at all these companies. I look at where, where, you know, in the Northwest here, we have companies that spend billions of dollars with a B in, I won't say it's, you. I, I'll use the word questionable stuff. Some of it's kind of frivolous, whatever you want to say. I have to say that if you had someone, you know, was to donate 10 million, you probably could do a, a bit of good with that. So let's just think about, you know, would you, would you build out the facility that's that's more inclusive to be able to help people be more productive? What what were the kind of things, or would you, I mean, what if you had it in your mind could just imagine something? What would it be? Yeah, I you know, and maybe it's a campaign or something along those lines. But I really just, if it was unlimited, to just be able to open every door at every business, right? Yeah. For one person with a disability to have an opportunity. Every business has an opportunity, however small, however large, um, whatever kind of work, there's an opportunity for someone with a disability that we could hopefully figure out. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, with, with a, a bunch of money i suppose we could throw more money at that but really it's those doors have to open we yeah we just have to be able to be let in and um you know we're a friend to business but it's hard um to get past hr or to get past the front desk or to call and you know it's just hard and it shouldn't be that hard i think it should be easier than that like yeah really know what what you do what we do and it it's it is maybe different you know people my age and older didn't even get to go to school with people with disability right yeah, yeah. To a special school so but people younger than me they've had they've been 
in public schools that are included, you know, they've included people with disabilities. They, it's not scary. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's what we as human beings should care about each other. And yeah, oh, just, and I'm not asking businesses to do anything that hurts their bottom line. Yeah. This actually helps their bottom line. You know, yeah. there's evidence that people coming in um, in a customized, supported position with our, you know, through our programs, not just our programs, but similar programs, you know, it helps morale, it helps other people kind of step up and say, well, gosh, if so-and-so can do that and, and boy, he's got some challenges, but he's here every day, he's doing his yeah. work, and it sort of helps everyone to feel that way. And sometimes we do things what what is in our world is you know and, and in manufacturing is sometimes is the universal design of things that something we put in place maybe color coding or um, organizing something a little differently for success of a person that we're supporting helps everybody but yes. everybody knows where it goes and everyone starts to do it the same way so you know there's there's real advantages we just opening those doors yeah well that's super cool because we did not rehearse what you just said and i think it's i think it's i just thought it would be interesting to hear what you said and what you said the biggest thing if you had no one could do would be people just to open the door to talk to you <laughs> now if if anyone's listening i don't know why you wouldn't at least do that because opening the door what's it gonna it could hurt it could help you that's all it could so i think that what if we can do anything today we can bring awareness to the fact that there's resources like skcac helping people with disabilities find gainful employment in businesses all over uh the kent area and through the vocational rehabilitation centers across the United States, you have these resources in your area that you should be utilizing if you aren't today. Because if you're sitting complaining about you don't have employees, you may not have a reason to if you visited one of these places and started working with people and really looking at your business and how it could be more inclusive of people with disabilities. Because, again, 70% unemployment in, in groups with disabilities. The employment problems aren't going to go away tomorrow. And you could be finding an untapped resources for employees. And I know that is kind of a panacea for uh, a lot of employers if they could find untapped resources. Because if I would have asked the same question, if you had no limits, what, what, what would you do today to a lot of business owners to say, I would have all the employees I need. That's all I need, right? And we're giving them that that opportunity to maybe find a few of those and maybe get a little closer to that goal. So that was a that was a really long answer to your great answer to my question. That's all I'm saying because I, I just want people to understand. It's just open the door and talk to you guys or reach out to SKCAC in Kent. You know, go to the website skcac.com or org. It'll get you there either way and you know give them a call and it's it's something that that you will be very surprised as to how the process works how beneficial it can be for your business so 
Well, and Damon, I should probably say to keep my job as the executive director of a nonprofit organization that if anyone has a million or so to just drop on my doorstep, I'm I, we are willing to take it. Yes, you do take donations. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. You are a nonprofit organization because that that would only help you to further your cause and, and to be able to help more people. And I think that that, too, is, you know, if, if people do want to donate, I think it's a great idea to do that. Um and I, I do, though, for the long as, as well, for the long term success of the people with disabilities, I just hope that uh, people listening and, and anyone that's just opens the door, just open the door and, and start talking. So are there there? Well, I don't want to put people on the spot like that. I was going to ask if there's any people in any companies you needed to, you know, that we would like to open the door for. But I don't go publicly and do that. No, I we- should. We but. actually are talking with some really large companies um, mm-hmm. recently that um, are local to our area that, you know, really want to do something and, and um, are, are figuring it out within their organizations. And, you know, I so appreciate that because um, it's not easy sometimes with bigger companies that have to figure out HR and if, there's a union or, you know, whatever there, but we can figure it out. We just have to talk about it usually and, and um, be willing to, you know, work together to figure it out so that um, companies can, can uh, include people with disabilities. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're hundred percent right. And it really is just a taking a fresh look at things and, and figuring out what makes the most sense for everyone involved. And I'll, I'll guarantee a couple things is that if if you can bring some people in with disabilities to do that work the, and the businesses are more successful because of it, they'll never regret that decision. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, otherwise, you can sit here and try to hire people like we, we hear the the uh, the horror stories of of uh, of the signing bonuses and everything else to get people that don't show up the next day. So uh well, it's been so awesome to have you here today, Debbie. I, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so glad we got to do this because I love the cause. I love the fact that you're putting people to work uh, and and uh, allowing them to giving them a the assistance first of all, but b taking the time and and really working with them and their employers to make sure it's a successful outcome for everyone. So. I so Thank. appreciate you helping us with our message. It really, it really takes all of us to to care, and I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. I, I just I, I wanted to make sure we could do what we could. And so, if anyone wants to talk to Debbie, SKCAC Industries and Employment Services, Kent, Washington, skcac.org or com. Either one, it'll get you there. Give them a call. Talk to them about it. They will come to your facility. They'll talk to you about the positions you're thinking about. You'll work with them to customize the job descriptions to help be inclusive of people with disabilities. And you can maybe put some, put those employment or employee recruiting problems behind you. (laughs) (laughs) So, so if we could do that just with two people, wouldn't that be cool? Two businesses today. It would be, it'd be awesome. So, I just want to say thanks again, Debbie, so much for being on on here today. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Faces of Business today. I, I, I just appreciate your support. I 
so grateful that you listen to me banter on with with great guests and try to stumble my way through it and share their story but thanks so much everyone we will be back again next week with more great guests talking about more interesting topics i hope so thank you <laughs>